A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. October the 2nd, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. We are hours away from the beginning of the Wednesday Night Wars. We're going to have a deep dive into AEW Dynamite's debut episode and the season premiere of NXT on USA in just a couple of seconds. Also, Rey Mysterio getting attacked by Brock Lesnar could be the start of something huge in WWE. We'll get into that very soon. And... Happy birthday, Happy birthday to me. How did Oscar celebrate her birthday? We'll find out together at the end of the podcast. Wednesday Night War begins tonight. I know we get lambasted for using the word war because everyone gets on pretty much. Mara Ronaldo and Young Bucks were tweeting each other back and forth yesterday. I know it's all fine, but but shush, let's have a Wednesday Night War. Let's have a Wednesday Night War. AEW Dynamite debuts on TNT tonight. With the exception of yesterday's countdown to AEW, this is the first time wrestling has been on Turner Network Television since 2001. I know. And we have the season premiere of NXT on USA. All season premieres this week. Does that mean the last season of NXT only had two episodes? Asking asking for a friend. Uh, we're going to take a look now at what both shows have in store for us tonight as wrestling fans. Uh, yesterday... Chris Jericho finally revealed who his mystery tag team partners are going to be for that six-man tag. Who are they, Tony? Jericho will team with Santana and Ortiz against the Elite. Kenny Omega and the Young Buck. Yeah, it's not a massive surprise that. I think the, the safe money was on it being Santana and Ortiz, the former LAX, make their in-ring debut for AEW tonight, teaming with Chris Jericho against the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Also tonight, as part of AEW's debut episode with Dynamite, we will see Cody in action against Sammy Guevara. That's going to be the opening match, I do believe. Cody wants to start AEW with himself lead you know you know leading from the front if you will and also i imagine he's probably got a lot of like 
paperwork and stuff to do during the show. So he's going to get his match done and get back there, I think. MJF takes on Brandon Cutler tonight. This is a, a, a cute little feud they've been running over the... Road to TNT YouTube series that AEW's been doing. We're getting the AEW title match that we should have had all the way back at All Out. We're getting Hangman. Oh, no, back at Double or Nothing, rather. We're getting Hangman Page taking on Pac. This is going to be a barnstormer. We crown our first ever AEW Women's Champion tonight as Nyla Rose takes on Rio and a special appearance by John Moxley as well. Moxley kind of had the emergency brakes put on his run in AEW when he got uh, got diagnosed with MRSA. He's, he's back on the mend. He's going to be back in the ring in no time. And there was no way he was going to miss the debut episode of AEW Dynamite. Yesterday, Cody held a media call. Talked a lot about uh, plans going forward for Dynamite. He said that they're going to very much focus on long-term booking. And, 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 and wrestling fans will know that that's a bit of a bone of contention sometimes with WWE, that they don't think that far ahead, it seems, anyway. So he was very keen to mention that that is a big part of what they're going to do. Uh, in this conference call, uh, Cody also gave props to Ring of Honor and New Japan, uh, saying that had they not accepted dual contracts... And the idea of some of their guys working for AEW, AEW may not have even been a thing, uh, which was a, a nice little tip of the hat uh, by Cody. Cody also talked, actually, about the use of his surname. And we always thought that the Rhodes family surname was under lock and key with WWE, and Cody wasn't allowed to use it. That's actually not the case at all. Uh, but Cody has said, I kind of like using my first name, and there's a lot of respect between the families involved here. They're not holding my name hostage. And he's just working on getting over his own brand, the American Nightmare Cody, which makes sense. He also said that if he loses his match tonight against Sammy Guevara, then he will not face Chris Jericho for the AEW title at full gear. Does that mean Sammy Guevara gets the title shot? I'm more than down for that if that is the case. Also in the media call, uh, they mentioned about gimmick matches and whether AEW are planning to bring in some of their own. And uh, Cody joked the idea of buying back war games, but he's also revealed that AEW have the rights to Bunkhouse Stampede and Battle Bowl. We could get a Battle Bowl in 2019. What a weird time to be alive. Big night for AEW. Dynamite debuts in just a few hours. How are NXT treating this debut? Well, they have basically turned NXT on USA into a takeover tonight. It's a stacked card by NXT. Uh, Johnny Gargano is going to be taking on Shane Thorne. That's going to be a sleeper match. I think those two can really work well together. The NXT tag team titles are on the line. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are defending against former champs, the Street Profits. The NXT Women's Championships on the line. Shayna Baszler is defending against Candice LeRae. That'll be a good one. And in the main event, uh, the NXT champion Adam Cole puts the belt on the line against Matt Riddle. They have stacked this show. And if you look on the USA Network listings, NXT on USA tonight is listed as starting at 8 o'clock and finishing at 10.15. A 15-minute overrun has been agreed for the USA Network. Is it a coincidence that a replay of Countdown to AEW on TNT uh, is playing at 10 o'clock? 
on TNT? Is that a coincidence? I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But what a time to be a wrestling fan this is. What a time to, to be able to, to watch all of this and enjoy all of this. We haven't got a channel hop like we did in the late 90s. As I said at the very beginning, I know we use the word war a lot and we're very much like, it's a war, it's a war, it's a war. Just enjoy everything. Because this is genuinely a golden time to be a wrestling fan. Tomorrow, Jack the Jobber will present the inaugural edition of AEW Dynamite Graded. And I will don the yellow tie, as bequeathed to me by Sam Driver, for NXT Graded. And then we'll break down both shows tomorrow on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. Now, apparently, there is a method to the madness as to why Brock Lesnar battered Rey Mysterio and his son, Dominic. Uh, according to Tim Rose from Lords of Pain, the whole attack angle was done to lead to someone stepping up on behalf of Rey Mysterio. And that person could very well be... Cain Velasquez. Now, Cain Velasquez is a name that has been perched on the end of our lips since Monday because there was rumblings that he's in talks with both WWE and AEW. And apparently, a sweetener for a potential WWE deal would be a dream rematch inside a WWE ring against Brock Lesnar. Now, the last time these two fought was in UFC in the Octagon, and it didn't go that well for Brock Lesnar that night. Maybe it might be a slightly different outcome in a WWE ring. Who knows? Cain Velasquez has been nothing but impressive since he started wrestling. Former UFC champion, taking to pro wrestling like a duck takes to water. And if it leads to Brock and Velasquez in a WWE ring, that'd be quite exciting. We'll keep tabs on this for you. Baron Corbin has been talking about the end of days. His finisher, that is, not, not Armageddon. Uh, is apparently, and I hadn't even been paying attention to this un until I read this 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 news piece uh, that came through from the from comicbook.com. They interviewed Baron Corbin and asked him about his finisher, end of days. And Baron Corbin said that he is protecting the finisher. He says, it's just something that I stand by very strongly. He says, I think after three or four years, everybody was kind of on board with the idea of keeping the end of days special. I know Triple H is on board with it. Vince McMahon is on board with it. It's special that we haven't seen anybody kick out of the end of days yet. So let's keep it that way. Nobody has, have they? No one's kicked out of end of days yet. Who knew the end of days was the most devastating finisher in the WWE? I mean, think about this, right? People have kicked out of the F5. No one's kicked out of the end of days. CM Punk was a guest on 106.7 K-Rock FM yesterday. He was promoting his new movie, Girl on the Third Floor. It's a horror movie, and he, it looks really cool, actually. It looks like he, it looks like he has some fun doing it, uh, and it might be a, a, a bit of a, a sleeper horror film. Might be. Um, they spoke to him about his recent dalliance with the WWE, and... He was very cagey about his response to it. Ryan Satin, actually, a pro wrestling sheet, uh, listened to the interview, and he said that Punk sounded really, really quite 
quite cagey, quite close. Didn't really give any proper firm responses to whether or not he was going to go back to the WWE one way or another. Ryan Satin also said on Twitter that CM Punk added, if nothing happens, please don't be mad at me. There was just a few little things throughout this interview. You can find it. There's a few little things throughout this interview where they try and get an answer out of CM Punk. Uh, the, one, of the, one of the hosts says, hey, Punk, what are you doing on Friday? knowing that Smackdown kicks off on Fox and Punk replied with, oh, what's the date of that? I'm probably watching some hockey. And finally, in the heat of the Wednesday Night Wars, we need something to warm our souls and soothe our spirits. And let's go to Kana Chan TV, Asuka's YouTube channel, to watch Asuka assembling a tent in her garden. What should I do? I don't know. Genuinely, we don't we don't deserve Oscar. We really don't. Please follow Karna Chan TV. It's 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 incredible. I, I love Oscar on YouTube so much. And that'll do it for me on the Cultaholic Daily News podcast. On the podcast feed tonight, just hours before the Wednesday Night War begins, I will be welcoming Conrad Thompson onto Desert Island Graps, where Conrad is going to pick three of his favourite wrestling matches of all time, and we're going to have a little chat about StarCast 4 and a few other things as well. That is on the Cultaholic podcast feed a little bit later on today. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Buttery, Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from.